Blog Talk Radio. This is George Gamond, and happy Monday to everyone. I always ask this, but I don't get really get much of a response back, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. If we just want to chat for a moment about it, how was your weekend? Did you have some fun? I hope so. Hopefully it was a good weekend. Mine was fine. It was good. I did a lot of interesting things. I, Yeah, we went to – where did we go? Oh, Saturday. We went to – well, there's a regional park not too far from me with a reservoir and a lake and all that sort of thing. And they have this really cool dog park. And it's not really even a park, if I can describe it that way. It's really a trail, a dog trail. And at the end or near the end of the trail, there's a stream. And your dogs get to go in the stream. And it was really cool. It wasn't wide. It was maybe 10, 15 yards wide, maybe at the most. But it was a stream. And it was fun watching the dogs. And my dog, the old lady, she decided to go into the water. And so did our puppy, who's not really a puppy anymore. She's probably six months old. But she's getting to be a big dog. So that was fun. I guess that was a highlight. It was a long walk to get there, you, to get to the trail and get to the, you know, it was, but my dog loved it. Yeah, they, they love being off leash whenever they can. And, you know, being a dog, just, just being a dog, right? My dog's had anxiety issues with other dogs, but she was really good on this trail. So it was really fun. So that was my big highlight of the weekend was the dog park. You can tell my life is really exciting, but that was cool. It was a lot of fun. It was a fun just splashing in the water with my dog. Ah, okay, so what are we doing today? So we're not talking about dogs unless you have a great dog story. Love dogs. I love cats. I love animals in general. How many people out there just love all kinds of animals? And if you had, you could have a farm with, you know, I guess a sanctuary would be cool, huh? Rescue animals like goats and pigs and I don't know about chickens. I don't know. I'm not offended into rescuing chickens, but dogs and cows, rescue cows, you know, not to, <laughs> I'm a vegan, so, you know, like I can look at them and pet them and play with them, but I'm not necessarily going to eat them by any stretch of the imagination or even drink their milk, but they would be fun. Baby goats are the, the best. You ever watch videos of baby goats? I know this is not what the show is about. The show is about more metaphysical, spiritual kind of themes, right? So the theme today is using meditation, because I've been talking about meditation a lot lately, almost every show, because that's part of what I'm here to do, is to help people help people by using meditation to work through issues, to get into healing mode, to communicate with dead people, so that's what the show today is about, is communicating with dead people, your ancestors, and using meditation. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to an article on that a little bit about six ways from beliefnet.com, which I thought was kind of an interesting article about, excuse me, communicating with your ancestors or, excuse me, friends of the family, you know, old teachers that you love that have passed many years ago and all that sort of people, right? Or even famous people. Ooh, famous people. I every once in a while I get connected with somebody famous. It's interesting. Usually musicians for some reason. 
I seem to connect well with musicians on the other side. So if anybody's interested in communicating with somebody from the other side who's famous, a musician, or an artist, or yeah, it's too soon for John McCain, so don't worry about it. <laughs> he's too soon. He, we, he's not going to communicate for a while, so we'll just leave that one alone. We're not even going to go there. Uh, but there are other famous people that have passed recently that would like to give a message if you're interested in that sort of thing. But the main point today, today's show is, you know, I was out walking my dog a little bit this morning, and I usually do that to try to clear my head and try to get an idea for the show. And one of the things that came to me was that, you know, there's an old saying that if, if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. And if you teach a man how to fish or a woman or a person, let's just use the word person here. If you teach a person how to fish, they can fish every day. They can make their own meals, right? So the same thing with dead people. I call them dead people. If you learn how to communicate with dead people, you don't need a medium. You can connect with them. We can all connect with dead people. And there's various ways of doing it. You know, there's various ways that they communicate to us, not always verbally. My father communicated to me with uh, smell, a message from my father that he was around me, my physical father. He died when I was really young, like five. So there was no communication for a long time. And, oh, maybe 15 years ago, roughly, maybe even longer, I don't know, he communicated me, to me with smell. And there's other ways of communicating. Actually, you can see them, and I've seen the energy field of someone who passed and I have felt them, especially when I was um, on a haunted bridge. It was called the Suicide Bridge where I used to live in Pasadena, California, where you walk out there and walked out there on Halloween. And it was kind of a fascinating experience connecting and getting these messages from people who had passed who hadn't crossed over. Now, I've helped people cross over. There's a certain technique of doing that. I learned from a friend who got, was really into that sort of thing. It's called Calling on the Angels of Trans uh Angels of Transition. I guess that's the word for them. Angels of Transition and creating a vortex for that for their transitioning into the non physical world, into the light. We'll just use that expression, which is a very common expression used. So if you're interested in communicating with somebody, we can do that. But I wanted to get into the article a little bit of the article about it, how to communicate. But also, I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you and maybe do a meditation for you. And if you're willing to join in, if you're not driving, I always say, if you're not driving, right? You could do the meditation if you're not driving. Um, and it's about communicating with those who have passed, those in the non-physical world, those ancestors, friends, famous people, where you can connect to them. And it's a meditation. We, and if you're interested in doing this in more detail, contact me. Because what my spirit guides are going to give you today probably is a very brief uh, overview of the meditation, and they're not going to use a lot of deepening techniques, which I do. Because I'm, by training, a clinical hypnotherapist, hypnotherapist, but I like using meditation and with some of the techniques of hypnotherapy. But it's really basically meditation, and and even with meditation, you can go really deep into the subconscious. You know, there's that thing about the brain waves and slowing the brain waves down and getting into that theta state where you can really connect with energies outside the physical being. And that's what it's about. 
But you can do that through meditation. And I learned a really great meditation uh, about that. It was a meditation used to help people go between lives to their non-physical experiences. And from a Dr. Newton, I forgot Dr. Newton's first name. Can't remember it. Okay, whatever, Dr. Newton. He wrote these books on on communicating with people in who taking people to the non-physical world between lives and what their experiences. And he wrote a manual on how to do it. And I use the techniques that are in the manual because it works really well because I've done it on people. If you're interested in that sort of thing, contact me. But it's it's probably a two to three hour session to do that. So it's not not an easy, quick little session to do that. It takes time. And I don't like to shortcut it because I like to do the deepening techniques for about at least 20 minutes to get people deeper and deeper and deeper into their subconscious mind so that they escaped the the monkey mind, the reptilian brain that you have that kind of keeps your ego, that keeps you kind of, I can't do this. No, I got to think about my bills. I got to think about what I'm supposed to do today. What am I going to make for dinner? You want to get past all that. So I'm drinking a little water. Hope you don't mind. Um, so let's let's jump into this subject. So if you're interested in communicating with a non-physical entity, family member, famous person, let me know. I can see if I can get a message, but I mainly like to teach you how to do it. That would be ideal because, again, that whole adage about if you can do it, if you can learn to do it, and if you're aware of it, now, some people do it differently. Just because you go there doesn't necessarily – you're going to get a verbal communication. You might get some other kind of communication, but it, meditation will take you there. So here's an article. I thought it was kind of an interesting article. Uh, six ways to communicate with departed loved ones. Ooh. And this is from beliefnet.com. Wesley Baines – and I don't know – Baines, Baines, Wesley Baines. What doesn't tell me about Wesley's, but I agreed with most of these, and I think that you can go beyond this. Okay, so let me keep going. Wait a minute. Ooh, we went the wrong direction. I'm going to go back to the beginning of the article. I'm on number. I read. I was reading through these earlier. I thought, yeah, some of this is really good. We're going to skip one of them that they talk about here because that's what we're going to do. Okay. Number one on their list, and this is kind of an interesting thing, speak out loud. Talk to them. <laughs> Maybe not in – I don't know if you're going to do it while you're at the market. I don't know if you're going to talk to your grandmother at the market. Granny, should I buy this today? You know, like people are going to look at you like, well, but talk to them. And, you you know, in hypnotherapy and learning to channel, we set up a technique to get answers, an idiomotor response. And now you can use a pendulum for that. I learned to do it by using the index fingers. And this is something you can practice on your subconscious. Or this, you can ask and work on this technique if you're interested in know more about it. Contact me. But you use your index fingers. Your right and left. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're left-handed or right-handed. Just stick with the program, the right and left. The right index is yes. The left index is no. And after a while, you can practice asking yourself questions, your subconscious, and then you can expand that to ask those outside of yourself. And if you get into a meditative state, really quiet, peaceful, low, a conscious state of, of meditation, you can ask these questions and get a message from your ancestors. Better than a Ouija board. 
<laughs> you got to filter. You always want to filter yourself. You always want to put a white light around yourself if you do this kind of process and ask them and ask that the, the energies of the highest form come through and the highest vibrational possible come through. And I'm putting a white light around me, a healing light, so that nothing, no negative energies or negative forces will come through. So you want to do that before you practice these sort of things, especially you don't want to get some wandering spirit that hasn't crossed over. That's a whole different discussion, why some don't cross over. But we won't go there. We'll leave that one alone. So communicate. I use the index fingers. If I was to talk to my father and ask him a question, I would use my right index or yes or no questions, like should I buy this pizza? And yes or no, right? I'm not getting an answer because I'm not in the mood for buying pizza. Well, I could ask the question to my mother, do you want to communicate with me? And I get no. Whoa, that was kind of rude, huh? My mother does not want to communicate with me. I could get into why, but we're not going to do that. So that's that's so right off the bat. So you can learn and practice that. You don't have to try to practice that on your dead on your dead relatives, but it's it's a it's a way of do, way of doing it. If you want to learn more about it, if you want to do a video chat on it, contact me. We can we can work on the process of being able to communicate that to what I call what is called an idiomotor response. And actually I learned that in hypnotherapy school. I didn't learn it as a metaphysical thing. I learned it as a way of communicating with your subconscious, but you can extend that out to communicate with the non-physical world. Next one, dreams. Dreams are cool. Dreams are cool. You get dreams. Now, this is an interesting point they make about dreams, and they call lucid dreaming. To lucid dream is to simply take control of your dreams through the awareness that you are dreaming. Now, usually you're in that twilight sleep. You're just about awake and you're dreaming, or it's the afternoon nap. So if you see your grandmother in an afternoon nap or that lucid dreaming state, one way to do this is allowing yourself to drift back into your dream from where you've just awakened. Now, if you're dreaming about your grandmother or your father or whoever, right? John Lennon. <laughs> Albert Einstein, whoever it is, right? Close your eyes and focus on the dream. Imagine that you're already in it and try to hold that thought as as you drift off. So just visualizing yourself. Now we talk a lot. I talk a lot about putting yourself into visualizations of being in a visualization with somebody. And that's a little bit of that meditation, meditative technique, but also you can do it as part of a dream. So you get into the dream. Imagine you're in it. Try to hold the thoughts as you drift off. And as you get into the dream, start asking questions. Okay, whoever is there. And in meditation, you can do the same thing. But So you might want to use dreaming if that lucid dreaming, if that works for you. The next one is, okay, we're going to skip the next one for obvious reasons because we're going to talk about it. It's meditation. We're going to talk more about that. We're going to get into that in a few minutes. And the other one, next one is use an intercessor, which is like a medium. Use certain mediums. Now, you have to trust that individual, and they should have a really good reputation. Because a lot of so-called mediums are not really mediums per se. They use indicators around you. They 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 kind of do research into you a little bit. They know, and then they go to your house, and they study everything. And they're very very intuitive about what's going on in your life and who you want to communicate with, and they're not necessarily communicating. There's some really great mediums out there, and I, I, no question about that. George Anderson is one. I followed him a little bit. I read a book about him, one of his books, 
and I believe there's a couple others, and I can't think of them. I, I never really liked Sylvia Brown. I, I always didn't think that she was the best of all the mediums out there. John Edward, he's okay. Um, a friend of mine went to one of his sessions where his group things, and he used to have a TV show, and he wasn't impressed. And he was a, my friend was a very good psychic, so he just wasn't impressed. So find somebody that you can trust. Find somebody that feels comfortable to you. And if they're getting messages for you, and if you if you're paying one hundred and eighty dollars to see somebody, you probably want to believe the messages. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it it you don't have to spend out all kinds of money out there. I have a good friend who was talking to me about my father, and she. Yeah, Leslie was her name. She was a medium. She's actually very good. I've known a couple, so it's been out of touch so for a while. Okay, let me check back with you guys. See if anybody. Oh, somebody does want to talk to me. Okay, you know what? I'll take a brief call. We're going to get into the meditation. We'll get the next point in that whole article is prayer. And prayer is just another way of trying to communicate and using your spiritual connection to do that. So I will take a call, then we'll get into the meditation, because I want to show you how to do it. It's really more important for me to show you how to do it for than to tell you, if that makes sense. I'd rather help you to become your own medium for those that you want to communicate with. And it's not that hard. It really isn't that difficult. If you can meditate at all, you can do it, seriously, because they want to communicate. That's the key ingredient. They want to connect with you. They do want to connect. But you have to be in a vibrational place to connect with them. That's the key. You have to vibrate in a place. My spirit guides call it being in that magnetic field of source energy or God energy, whatever you call it, where you can, can your energy, your vibration is in a place where you can connect with it. Or I will take a call, and then we'll jump into the meditation. Hello. Hi, George. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, I just have a. My name is Yvette. Just wanted to Yvette, know I just how are, I'm good. So what's going on? Not a whole lot. I just can't, wanted to know if there was a message for me. Is that okay? Well, that's okay. But you got to learn how to do it yourself. You know that. That's my goal in oh, life is to teach everybody, all all seven billion people, how to communicate with the non-physical world. Yeah, well, the thing is, I do. You do. What's all? What's wrong? I do it. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. That's why I do that. Oh, okay. I said nothing's wrong. Okay, so who did, who, who did you want to get a message from? Oh, Is there anybody? Maybe, my grandmother, maybe. So what's well, her first yeah, name? My, Carmen. But father's side or mother's side? Father's side. Father's side, grandmother. <sighs> okay. Something about your gifts. She's talking, and it's kind of a little fuzzy, but something about your gifts. And I and I'm trying to interpret. I'm trying to get the message. It's something about your gifts and not holding them close to the vest, which means using your gifts more extensively than you're using them currently. It's what I'm seeing. What I'm hearing, and that's kind of the message I'm getting is. You need to expand your gifts. Use them more. Okay. Expand them. Grow them. Develop it. I received that. So, okay. So the other thing I'm getting is that your level of prosperity is not at the level that you would really like it to be. But we, as in 
ancestors and spirit guides have full intention of raising your level of prosperity. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean money, but it's prosperity. So you got to determine prosperity however you determine it, okay? Right. But so they want to raise your level of prosperity because they sense a little bit of frustration in you, mm-hmm. okay, o- over direction, got where you're going and where, what you want to do. And yep. they're not going to tell you how to do it, but they're going to say that they will kind of squeak, push, you know, like open some doors a little bit to get there, open some doors mm-hmm. to get there, because you really need, because you're at a place now, a breaking point in your life where your prosperity will expand greatly, okay? That sounds amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. You take care of yourself. Enjoy it. You as well. Thank you. Talk to her, talk to her more. She wants. She has I more will. to tell you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Okay. okay. Bye now. There was somebody else famous that wanted to come through for her, and I'm trying to – I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get who it is. Okay, so I got another call real quick, and I really want to do the meditation. If I don't get to it today, we'll do it tomorrow. But I really want to do this meditation on communicating with those ancestors because I want to help you do it. <laughs> like, as I said to the lady, uh, 7 billion people, if I can get 7 billion people to communicate more with those in the non-physical world, we'll have a much nicer world. You know that? Because they have great messages of love for us, and they want to see us expand our love, expand our kindness, expand our loving kindness, expand our compassion. There's a lot of spirit saying this. There's a lot of disappointment in the human race because we have taken to anger and fear instead of love and compassion. So they want to tip the scale. They want to move the pendulum back to and help us to move it back to that area of love and compassion and away from fear and anger. Because we have an angry world at this point, right? Okay, so let me take another call. And if I have time, I'm to let my spirit guides do the meditation or maybe they'll introduce it to you. Hello? Hi, George. I just dialed in for a message, but I'm fine for you to do the meditation. I can talk to you later. Okay. Be well. Have a good week. Okay. Thank you. And you. Thank you. Bye. Okay. So let me uh, me see if my spirit guides have time to do this. And if not, we'll continue on with it tomorrow. Well, we're not going to rush through this. We want to take our time. So if we end at a certain point and we don't completely go there and help you do that. So we're not going to get into the deepening techniques of how to get to a deep subconscious place. We're going to just start as if you are there. So you need to progress to that place in time where you feel that you're completely in a deep meditative state and relaxed state. Now, If you want more about that, you can contact George or you can learn how to do this on your own. But you need to get into this deep meditative state. We'll lead you from that to the next step in meeting an ancestor. Now, there's different ways of doing that. But in a deep meditative state, and we know that you're not there, though. So if you want to listen to this and then come back to it at another time when you're there, please do. In that deep meditative state, visualize yourself, imagine or pretend for a moment that you're walking out into a beautiful garden, a 
beautiful setting just and and you want to open your senses as much as possible to this scene you want to feel the grass under your feet you want to feel the breeze on your face you want to look at the various colors and the deep richness of the colors the blues the greens the reds the purples whatever whatever you know, whatever is in that scene in that garden we want you to get really familiar with the beauty there the trees the flowers the bushes the grass so the, the more that you get in tune to all of your senses, the senses smell, if you can actually smell the flowers as you're in this scene, then you're getting your senses and getting yourself deeper and deeper into this scene, completely immersed into this scene, so that you can feel the, and sense the beauty of the scene. And you're completely focused on being in this particular situation and different scene. And there's a park bench we want you to sit on. And as you sit on the park bench, we want you to look out into the garden area. And off in the distance, there's a tree line. There's trees and bushes. And you really can't see past this tree line. You, you, you can focus on it, but there is a, you, you'll, your vision stops at the tree line. And as you more you look into the tree line and the more you look into the bushes and the trees and you, you visualize and start to see and start to feel that there's something coming through the trees toward you. It might start as a white light, a beautiful white light, just a ball of white light. And this white light begins to move towards you. Now, let it approach you slowly be comfortable with it as long as you're comfortable with this light and you feel the presence and the love in this light allow it to continue to approach you and as the light becomes closer and closer this light starts to take on a form a human form and as it gets closer and closer you become to identify this human form as someone that you've asked to communicate with some relative some friend some famous person somebody that you really wanted to communicate with and you allow this form this spirit being this energy to approach you and get closer and closer now if you're comfortable with the energy and you really feel that this is somebody that you really want to communicate with that you feel that there's a genuine amount of love coming off of this this entity allow it to approach you and allow it to sit on the park bench next to you and just just take a look at this energy field what does it look like who does it remind you of now if it's an ancestor it's most likely going to be somebody they're going to appear as if they're in their 30s they're not going to appear as an old person they're going to appear as their 30s so if you can recollect a picture of that person that in their younger days um and if, and if it's a child that passed early, it'll come in as you knew this child. So they're going to sit on the park bench next to you, and you invite them, and please take a seat and start asking questions. Start asking questions. Now, don't necessarily expect verbal words to come forth like you're going to hear certain words. You may get message telepathically. You may just sense or feel a message and you you can feel it in your mind that there's words that are coming to you or if you can verbally hear them if you have a verbal conversation in, in your meditative state, that's great, but don't necessarily expect it. Now, another technique that you might want to do is you get ask them a question and they have a tablet something to write on you know 
pen, pen, paper, a tablet of some kind, and they begin to write out a message. And then they'll hand you the tablet with the message. So that's another technique that they might want to use at this time. There's so many different ways of communicating, but those are the obvious ones. They may verbally speak to you. You may get a telepathic message from them, and you get these words that come to you and these feelings and these emotions. And if you're asking yes or no questions, you may just get a feeling, a strong feeling, yes or no. Now, George talked about idiomotor responses. You might use that in, in your in your meditation. But the main thing here is that you're going to get a message through one of these techniques. Now, we realize that we're probably running out of time in this meditation. We'd love to do this again, take you on that. So if you're interested in doing that, we'll do it again tomorrow. We'll expand it a little bit beyond where it's at right now. But the key is that you can communicate. You can communicate with any of those ancestors or famous people because you have the capacity. Every every human being has the capacity to communicate with the non-physical world. Most don't do it because they don't know that they have the ability or they're afraid of the ability or they don't see the value in the ability. But there is a value. So we can talk more about that. So thank you for listening. Try that technique. See how it works. If you need help, you can contact somebody that can you assist you with it. We love you, so be well. Thank you for listening. Bye. Uh, well, that was quick. Well, I only had a yeah. They have a few seconds. So we'll do this again tomorrow. We'll we'll expand on this a little bit more. I'm going to give them more time to communicate. And if you're with me tomorrow, let's do the meditation. And maybe I can use some te- deepening techniques to get you there. And we'll have some fun. So have a beautiful day. Love you guys. Take care of yourself. Bye now.